everyone. Welcome to another episode of Relative Pitch. This is definitely not the second take of this intro, by the way. Um, you know what? Time zones and everything in between, everything's just kind of getting us. So we're here. Woo! Yay! A plus for showing up. <laughs> just for showing up. <laughs> All you can do is just show up. Right. Because look, I can do nothing else. Like, don't expect me to do nothing else. My body is present. I'm gonna need to stop. And that's it. That's it. I mean, it's we're in that part of the semester or or workforce where it's like, can I get a break or break? These schools be having whole weeks off for fall break, and I'm over here still working. And then my fall break is Thanksgiving break. That ain't fall. That's Thanksgiving. I need another one. Mm. <laughs> I need one. I need one right now. I mean, I need one right now. you know, I, I I think about everybody that's in the regular gen pop world. They don't get no breaks. So we at least get. Who don't get no breaks? Regular working people. And I'm not talking about Thanksgiving. I'm talking about like fall break that's in the middle of August. Who but Some of them don't be working on Fridays. They got three day weekends every week. Well, well, if you have kids, I, I would think that maybe sometimes then you, you have things planned or I don't know. I don't know. We're not uh, here to keep life balance, but don't. all we saying is adults, we sorry. <laughs> we sorry for y'all. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry for us a little bit too. We're like in that weird cusp place right now where it's like, like we're in school, two of us, the other two are working like like the actual jobs out in the other field. Two? The other two? Oh, or me. Wait, wait. <laughs> what is the other two? <laughs> I meant like. So, like, so Lauren okay. has added another person to the podcast. Right. Is there know. four of us on this that there I don't know about? No. I meant like for students, me and Anthony right now, which is like the this constituency, right? And then for like people who are working out right now, it's Michael, me and Michael, right? And then Michael and Anthony just in Georgia together. And I hate that. I hate that for me. I I think your math is, your math is very conflicted. I was just doing two and two and two. I just just love this. She was giving us a three pattern. One, two, three. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes, the girlies get it. The girlies get it. So it's interesting because it feels like when we started this, we were all very much like we are students and this is what we're doing. And that, well, except for Anthony was already transitioning into a teaching role. So it almost feels like maybe we've never honestly been at the same uh, point with this. But with all that, we're still in our youths. We're still very much like if you ask somebody in there, like who's 70, 80, and they're enjoying life and they're retired, they're having, you know, they're just spending time with family. They'd go, oh yeah, you're if you're in your 20s, you're a child still. You have not seen what is there yet. And it's funny because whenever I was in middle school, I thought high schoolers were so old. And when I was in high school, I thought people in college were actual adults. And actual adults were already dead. And that's what it truly was in my brain. <laughs> I just didn't understand. <laughs> I just didn't get it. It just didn't make like, how are people that so, old? 
this just comprehended. This just 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 helped me, Anthony's point. Lauren's math. Do not be math. It math. It math. It math. Girl, have you had a couple of libations today? I haven't. I'm so tired. Okay. Also, to my travel girlies, just got back from Oahu. Ooh, 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 ooh. So time zones. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So we're still coming down. We're still coming down. But I'm here for you. And that's what matters. Okay. So we're just going to forget that, that that thing over there happened. Um, <laughs> I hope we're doing great. You know, I just definitely had to meet Anthony. We were in the car yesterday. And I definitely had to create a quiz while Anthony was driving. Because, um, you know, we've fallen a little bit behind. But it's okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, like we said earlier, it is busy for all of us, and especially the the youth um, that is going through this. I mean, number one, okay, so I don't know where generation breaks or anything. Like, I know for our generation that grew up, we grew up in, honestly, wartime. Like, our entire childhood was affected by the wars, with plural. Um, and I really, I think we saw how that kind of transpired within our generation. That's something that we kind of grew up with. And I think, unfortunately, this newer generation, they kind of grew up after that. So they haven't kind of uh, experienced that. But the world is changing. I don't know if y'all are in the, the the news right now. There are many things that are going on that there's so many conspiracies. There's so many and conspiracies that could really be true right now. And I that time puts a lot on you as a as a child. Like my parent, my mom, she was she was a soldier. So my, I was about to be affected by that. Like my mom, she retired right as the war was starting and so but she got the letter you are going to be sent to iraq and luckily you know she she didn't she retired or she really had my baby brother i love her because shout out to my mother shout out to my mother because she played that right she was like I, i'm pregnant i'm retired bye i'm not going i'm not going all right but a lot a lot of kids parents went off to war and then they were expected to come to school and just be okay you know like students had to sit in a seat for eight hours all of their personal you know my mom was just into war my dad was just into war and i'm supposed to uh just kind of exist without any type of help whatsoever I'm just supposed to be fine with that. And I think that we have an unrealistic expectation of our students to just always come in and be absolutely okay. We don't know what's going on in their lives. And I think we, we can do better at that. But, you know, it could go either way, though. But how do y'all feel about as teachers now, We are our generation has grown as people would say, or as Lauren would say, probably dead. Um, <laughs> how would you, do y'all feel now that y'all are in the teacher role? Um, and maybe our students might be going through similar things like that. I'll let Michael go first because he's he's in an interesting position where he's teaching collegiately and 
you know, under, under that. So collegiately, I'm sure your students understand more of what's going on. And you know what I mean? More than maybe your middle school students would, if that makes sense. I think that would be the hope. Um, you know, sometimes people don't be reading. I don't be reading. So I can't expect nobody to be reading. But the one thing I adopted a couple of years ago when I was like really frustrated in grad school with other people in ensembles and they're not like giving as much as I think I was giving was no one is actively walking into a place wanting to be awful mm. at any particular task. So they're there giving the best that they can do at that moment at that time. So it's like having that understanding when going through life, especially like it's the middle of the semester, midterms are coming up, uh, exams are coming up, like any test. <sighs> Are coming up. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything's coming up and like you really gonna like yell at this child for not having Clark study three, four, and five ready, but they over here almost fail in geometry. Mm. Like there's priorities. Mm-hmm. Now when they're in college majoring in music, maybe you can be like, hey, but if they get C's, C's do not get good degrees. C's get degrees, but not good degrees. So there's a balancing act of like, I always tell them, I'm like, you might have to front load your practice in the fall semester. And the spring semester gets a little easier because there's less stuff going on. But in the fall, you have to front load your practice um, to really make it through midterms and not have an awful jury performance. So it's really just depending on like having that understanding of no one is coming in wanting to do an awful job, wanting to literally be like, I suck at this. And I don't care. And just having that understanding going through and just like, and it helps you as a teacher because then sometimes you're like wanting to make everything perfect at every moment. It's not going to be. And that's okay. Yeah. And I, I like what you said about, you know, it's, it's not that we're saying we don't have any expectations for anyone because there's always things going on in the world. Right. And so there's always the excuse of, Oh, there's a war here. There's a war. So it's not that, it's more being mindful that your students are not all every single day going to come in and be able to provide you with a hundred percent because you're one te- one stop of you know maybe one hour of that day and they have many other stops to give and then you don't even know what's happening at home so they may be able to give you everything they can so and and let's think about it in terms of like Anthony was mentioning you know times of war. We're not always just, it seemed like, and during those times when we were reading through history and reflecting back on like childhood possibly, it wasn't like we were just all every single day going war, 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 and that was it. It wasn't that. There were things that were happening that took our minds off of it. We did still go to school. We did, you know, have those things that we could look forward to that got our minds off of it. So we know that that is normal street no matter what was going on that's how we got even during world war ii the music that came from that from the concentration camps that we still have today all those things because that is what happens during these times there are and and learning and all these things come from these awful times so in no way are we saying don't focus on that don't try to you know with your students give them a moment away from that but we're also saying on the other end of that make sure that you're understanding if they can't really focus too much that day on that. It may just be the day. 
same for, I mean, we all, and we all get this because auditions, right? We talk about all the time auditions are just like how you're feeling that in that day, at that time, in that place, in that moment. It's the exact same thing for everything. Like one day it could be so normal doing the same thing. The next day you do it, completely different, you know? I think the morning of, or the night before my DMA, one of my DMA auditions was when uh, Ukraine got invaded. And I was watching it. And I was like, I want to keep watching and keep up to date. But I got to go to bed. And it was just like, this is crazy. Okay, 24 minute on meditation. And like, I had to like, get my brain out of it. But also, just side note to all this. I am getting sick of going through life events. Like, I feel like our generation has hit all of them. Like, every single one of them. And we just racking them up. It's like, baby, add it to the deck. I'm going to use this Pokemon later when someone said, why aren't you another feeling good? One. COVID. Another one. Thank you. Another one. Like, literally, this is a chalkboard. Yes. I'm, I am <laughs> so tired of living through a history book. Like, <laughs> the fact that I can clearly comprehend that I can write the line that's in a history book, I do not like that. I do not like. And the thing is, of course, you'll the events will be in a history book, but like our generation will have chapter upon chapter upon chapter. Yep, we lived through that. Yep, we did that. I mean, let's not pretend like three years ago we were not in a, 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 the beginning stages of an entire pandemic. That shut I, everything shut down. Everything down. That hasn't everything. happened like that since like 1918. So no generation that was alive pretty much that saw two of like the influenza uh, flu and then COVID-19. So literally that is our generation. And we were the new ones to really understand. And it happened to be as our generation was turning like 20, 21, graduating college, blah, blah, blah. And now, uh, then we had a freaking president who, Jesus. But, you know, the thing with that, I always say I, I am thankful to be in the music field because, unfortunately, some of the worst moments in history will provide some of the best art there there is. And... I think we have to give our our students, our anybody that kind of uh, that's around us the avenues to create this art. So I think we really have to teach our our new generation how to voice their opinions, voice you know whatever's in their head in a, in a healthy way. Um, I, I remember growing up, a lot of people the way they voiced their anger was usually in a very detrimental way, you know, a very violent way. A lot of people that joined the military, they saw an image because they were like, oh, this is crazy. I hate this, blah, blah. So I'm going to turn around and go kill people. I don't think that's very healthy. Now, I, I, didn't, I don't have a PhD degree in, in that. I don't have a psychology degree. I don't know. But that is just a general assumption. And the thing is, I think we 
Um, we let that be okay because it's the military and they're going to, you know, protect us, blah, blah, blah. But there are other ways to, to uh, just be in touch with your feelings. You can go create art. You can go do this. You can go do that. I think we have to just be open for all different types of, mm-hmm. of processing. And I think that's what we need to do for our new generation of our kids, our students, anybody and everybody in between. And also to piggyback off of that, the processing, we don't want to belabor the fact like this is awful. So when you process, let's only talk about the negatives. Mm. Let's talk about what's going to happen after. Let's talk about how we're going to feel. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about like maybe the sunshine and rainbows because I'm getting sick of the not sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. So sometimes our processing, we might need to lead them in a healthy direction and not let them get bogged down. Like, of course, we need to mention it. We need to say the things that are going wrong. Right. We don't need to be like former generations. We're like, oh, we're just going to cover this up. That's cute. That's whatever. No, we need to say what's going on, but maybe not sit on it and bog down in it. And maybe look forward to the future. Like take this information, take what you want to happen and let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, um, I mean, that yes, there is so much going on in the world right now especially like this week in particular. Um, But in general, like even when there are not huge world events going on at the time, also remember for students who are so young, remember when you were so young, that one thing that would happen would change the trajectory of your day. You know what I mean? Like one little thing would happen. And because you're that young, it's it so has such a monumentous effect on you, which is why we have those core memories, right? In our brain from when we were young that we will always, it's like we go back to those moments. And so for, you have to remember for your students in their house, they may be having a world event, right? Or what they consider a world event. There may be something going on for them that is to that extent where they are like, oh my gosh. And they may never tell you about it. They may not be able to tell you about it. So you have to understand even the things you don't see. We can see the war. We can see like the pandemic and all that. We can see all of that. But you may not be able to see what your students are seeing all the time. And you have a lot of students. We all you go through a year and your students change and they grow and things are different. So also, regardless of what you're actively seeing, you have to realize that there's still personal, interpersonal things going on for them as well. So, I mean, I think the best thing to do is to treat every day, every situation, every student as its own individual thing. Of course, go in with the mindset of I want to have a great day. And I, I agree with, I think, whenever both of you said it earlier, of no one walks in, I don't think the majority of our students walk in saying, I want to be awful today. I want to be terrible. I really want to make my like teacher professor mad today. I don't think that's really the case with majority of students. And if there are those students, then those are the students who we like there there may be some more needed assessment and understanding of what is creating a situation for the student who want to do that. But for majority of the students who want to walk in, they want to give you something. Help them give you something. If you see they're struggling that day, they're like, I just really because I've had those days where I'm like, girl, put this food away. <laughs> I'm like, it ain't it. I don't like, I don't know what's coming out this instrument, but it's not what I want. So therefore, put it away. If I feel good in an hour, I may come back to it. I may just wait a day. 
You know what I mean? Because the last thing I want to do is re-pick it up and it's still exactly where I left it. So maybe sometimes your students need that too. Hey, go get some water. You go walk around, go sit out, you know, go sit in my office for a minute, calm down, whatever. You don't, you never know. You never know. So um, I, I wanted to say that as well as while we are going through such insane, crazy times in the world, even when those moments are not happening, make sure to still have that grace with your students. Mm -hmm. I would never forget, um, I had a student who, um, when he was younger, he definitely had like anger issues. But of course, as people grow, they learn how to do cope, you know, cope with everything and stuff like that. Um, but I think he was a senior at this time. And um, I think something happened or something like set him off. And it was, I realized afterwards, but soon as it happened, he came into my room and he was like, I just need to breathe. Can I go sit in your office? And I'm like, absolutely. And he went in there and, and he just, just sat. Like I, I, my office used to have a big glass window so I could literally see him. So I'm like, yeah. And I used to have a couch in there. So just sit. Um, and it, about 30 minutes, I just checked on. I was like, are you okay? He was like, I'm a lot better now. I just needed time to really just calm down before I did something crazy. And I was like, yes, I'm so glad that you have learned something about yourself to know that I need to remove myself from a situation so that I remain control over my actions. And if I can aid in any of that, then yes, that's what I am going to do. So we have to be the guiding force, the aiding force for anybody that comes to us of just like, hey, let's learn. And if it's bigger than you, give it to somebody who can deal with that. That's very important. And it is not like we're saying, save a child, save every person in the world. No, because that's not good for you as your mental health. So you just, the only thing you have to do, I am not, um, uh, I'm not in the place to give you advice or help you right now, but here is somebody who can. And then there it is. So you still aided in a, in a healthy way to process by just saying, I think this would be better suited to talk to this person. Mm -hmm. Correct. And also, I mean, let's talk about an even bigger issue that sometimes comes from inside the house is the amount of school shootings we have seen in the past, like just decade alone. Right. It's insane. Some cases are exterior, a lot are interior. Like I think there was like one that just recently happened where a student brought a gun to school. And the funny thing is when these things happen, when they go back and trace it, there's obvious evidence that this was going to happen. And people saw it and chose to ignore via either whether it's social media, their behavior in class, things they've been saying like to different students, how they've been interacting, how they've not been interacting. You know, all those things matter. So absolutely, it's not your your job to analyze 100% of all the students and everything you see. But at the same time, if you see something that's happening, it is your job to report it if you see that it's something that you're like, hmm, I'm just noticing this. 
I'm not saying that this is maybe actionable right now, but I want to say that I want to have this on the record that on this day at this time, I noticed this. And for whatever reason, I felt like it stood out, you know, because it could be a situation where maybe they just need someone to talk to them. Maybe there's something where they're like, they get into the room with a counselor and say, oh, this thing is happening with my family. You just never know. And no, you can't force anyone to do anything if they don't want that then it's not going to happen. But you have to be preventative. I feel like too often we're we're not proactive, we're reactive to these situations happening. We can prevent some of this if we just open our eyes just a little bit more, right? And we're not just saying, oh, this is a trouble student, or they just never do that, or like they do da 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 Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. There are too many students in your classroom, including those students who you may be seeing those behaviors happen, who matter and who need to be taken very seriously when you and I always appreciated that when I felt like I was in a really bad mood I had teachers who I felt like you know they felt like they knew me well enough where they're like are you okay like what's going on and I'm like thank god someone asked about this you know what I mean like I'm glad that I like my behavior changed to a point where my teacher literally was like I'm gonna go talk to Lauren and see what's kind of going on I think that's a great i think that's a, a thing to do that's not crossing the line you're not getting too personal because you can say you don't have to tell me anything you want to tell me but i noticed that something is a little bit different today and i wanted to make sure okay do you need to sit out are you feeling unwell is there something you like to like to, to, to talk about or tell me or anyone else maybe maybe you do want to go see a counselor you know or the school you know the guidance counselor at the school so there's so many things you can do that you can offer and again, you can't like, what is it? You can't, uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Like right. you, you can't force the students to want to help. Maybe they're also being told from their other sources, their family, their friends, whoever, that no, you don't need to go. Don't tell anyone what we're, what's happening at home. Don't tell anyone what's going on with this, but still give them that opportunity to. Mm-hmm. You never know what may happen where one day, something like happens and it triggers them but then they remember right. you asked about them that day you asked about them so they go to you and they say i really need to talk to you just like what happened with you anthony where it was a situation where that student whatever reason felt very comforted uh by you and chose to go to you and say hey i need to use your your room to like chill out for a second because it's not because and what if your student doesn't what if they don't have that be tried you could be that person for the student that was just offering a room <laughs> that wasn't going and saving a kid from burning building that's just offering a room yep. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i know when i notice a change in any of the kids i teach i just like i'm like hey i believe in you you're amazing talk to me if you want to just know i believe in you because sometimes it's just like I bombed the hell out of that math test and I am depressed right now. And sometimes it is that simple. Yes. And other times it's like, my parents are getting a divorce. Right. And I am having to choose which one I want to live with. Like it it could be drastically that different or in college. I don't know how I'm going to afford to come back next semester. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so like, there's varying degrees of stuff, but what I've always found out is like, I'm just, for me, I'm going to say, I believe in you. You're amazing. Just let me know what I can do. Right. 
That's it. And then if they come, they come. If they don't, hopefully they have another confidant. And whenever they act a little different again, I'll say the same exact thing. Yep. There you go. That's all you can do. I, uh, that's really it. We are still humans ourselves. And so we still, we have to protect us as well as them. Um, right. And they have to have the comf- comfortability to come to us. Um, yeah. So I just think of just being a guiding light. That's it. Just be a guiding light. Be open and ready for anything to happen. And for students that may be listening, maybe find a teacher who you do trust or, or find an individual who you who you trust and just, you know, say, hey, I'm not having the best day. And, and I promise you, those teachers will be, we understand. Because the thing is, we have lived in your shoes before or a version of your shoes or just had a tough day. Like I, I don't know, when I was younger, I used to think that older people never lived before. Like they just woke up and they were older. Like they never, young, they never went through life. So um, yes, to students, we have lived as well. And I can see at our young ages, we have already, we're saying this because I'm still a young spry chicken. Right. Personally. Just because you're an old hen, young. <laughs> I'm just saying, your little your smelling fried chicken popping up some little wrinkles. Ooh, <laughs> never that. Never. <laughs> okay, let's never do that. the wrinkle? <laughs> hmm. Okay. So, but the thing is, yes, we have lived, we have walked through similar paths and we know if there's a bad day, a not so good day, we know. Mm-hmm. And so we know how to empathize. And I think as for teachers, on a flip side, when we get so far removed from what it was like being young and then we yeah. we cannot empathize with somebody having a bad day, you need to do some type of recollection of your soul and realize what were you doing at that age? What were you going through at that age? Did you work? Did you not have a bad day? And if you didn't, you too happy for me. You too happy for me. And and now I'm squinting at you. Like, let's empathize here. Let's empathize here. Yeah. Also, kids don't have to do exactly what you did when you were younger. Yeah. Stop it. Like when you, like when, especially when you were a music major, you went about it this way. That's really cool for you. They they don't have to do that. You can educate them and be like, hey, this is what I did. And that's it. And that's why you can do it. Or you'd be like, this is what other other students of mine have done and how they did their like things. But don't be like, well, I practice seven hours a day. I don't know what you're doing. And if you ain't doing that, I guess you ain't going to make no money. Well, by all like, means, what is that? a great time with that. Like you had no social interaction. Hmm. Like the world is is amazing because there's so many individuals who are so different from each other. Even within our collective circles, right? We have such uniqueness with unique 
within all of us. <laughs> That's what you are. Um, shout out B. Um, but <laughs> the, the, that's the whole thing though. Like there's so many amazing people in the world for us to look up to who are so crazy different, right? Look, we can look up to Beyonce for all the amazing achievements she's had. We can also look up to Audre Lorde and all these bell hooks, all these amazing artists who are out there doing fabulous, fabulous work, artists, poets, writers, engineers, scientists, historians, go on. They're all different, though. They're all so special in their own ways. So when you're a teacher, why are you trying to make everyone the same? That doesn't make any sense. If you were if you were actually looking at what is helping the world is the fact that we have so many differences that, that we're all very similar, right? But the idea is that in our own self, we should feel like I am me. No one else in the world is exactly like who I am find that in your students and that may mean most of the time they may not do exactly what you did and that's okay and it can be scary i'm not saying it's not scary it's way easier to teach every student exactly the same especially if you're getting good results it's hard to shift that too especially if you're getting good results but what if your results could be better right. in a different way that you're not even imagining <laughs> Why I really hate how you squint your eyes what if your results could be better? <laughs> Not the pointing. Yeah, and like surrounding your people with surrounding yourself with different people is always helpful. Like Lauren, Lauren is great at like uh, all the things. She just can't math. Anthony is amazing, but he just haven't found the fountain of youth like I have. You know, like we all just. <laughs> this old bird just called me old. This fifty-three looking man. <laughs> Last time I take any time you ask the student how old you are, do you know what they say? Do you know what they really say? You look like a middle-aged white man, father, grandfather. I just want to say I was so smooth with that. I was really heard you you really gonna me today. You're gonna get booted off. That's really what's gonna happen. Did you call me a bird. <laughs> you called me a bird. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like I'm a bird. You yellow bird. You know the yellow bird from Sesame Street. Oh, you big bird. Wide hipped. Fifty-three. Woo! Stop. Um. It's not today. 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 We will tra- we'll tra- we'll trade blows later. Mm, whatever. <laughs> I like the idea of Lauren math, though. Let's do some more Lauren math. What's mm. another good Lauren? In, in honor of my upcoming uh, leave from the, or my early 20s <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> so what, what are you, retired now? But right, right. before death? <laughs> yes, I, I don't even know what I am. I don't think I knew that the age 25 existed whenever... <laughs> I just love how Lauren was like, high schoolers are old and adults are dead. Yeah, because like, how are you already an adult? Like, it just was crazy. I don't know. It was crazy to me. I mean, I, like I said, they just woke up and they were older. Exactly. You know? Like, one of my cousins apparently was looked at her her grandma, which is like my aunt, was like, wait, you, my mom was your daughter one day. I, I get that. Because like, that's hard. 
you're like, what, what do you mean? That was your daughter. I'm her daughter. How do you, how does she, how was she a daughter? I'm her daughter. I really love this world that y'all living in. Y'all were really like, all these teachers just popped out of the womb, old teachers. Oh, I did. No, I flat out believe that. I flat out believe every teacher I've ever had, they was always the same age. And even yeah. now, the fact that some of them are like literally ancient, I'm like, uh-uh, you're still the same age when I had you in third grade. Exactly. Why aren't you looking the same? Why don't you look the same? My thing though, like the one, the, the Lauren math that I believe is like every teacher had no life. Yes. Like, their only life was being a teacher. Yes. Now that is they the were one that's like wrong. That was my Lauren math. But hear me out. What an amazing thing though, that your students are like, you're so fabulous at what you do. I only think you're here for me. Like, I literally only think that you exist to be, like, here I in this space. I think it was the opposite of, you're so boring. All you do is this. <laughs> I didn't think that. I did. I, th I My teachers were, like, so special to me. One time, I, I, well, I'm being so serious. One time in elementary school, I had a teacher who was amazing, black woman, fabulous. Kind of, like, youngish, probably was, like, actually in her, like, early 30s. One time, I actually called her mom. And that was so funny to me because I went, oh, and then like, I thought about it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she just kind of giggled at it. And I was like, wow, like I'm comfortable enough with some, with a woman, a black woman that I'm like, oh my gosh, mom, mm. which is like, obviously this woman, not my mother. But like, well, it's yeah. funny when things happen because teachers, you again, really don't realize you're with, especially during elementary school maybe middle school, when you're with that student more often maybe than their parents, they're seeing you as someone who is a constant in their life, which is so hard. Well, it's just why at the end of the year, we would always cry because we know we were leaving them going to the next, you know, the next teacher, you know, or at least I did. I mean, maybe my, I just had a, a really to great- a private school? I went to, okay, for, I'm talking about elementary school. Yeah, did you go to a private elementary school? Why? <laughs> it just that it just it, it sounds like a private school thing because in public ed boo we was like okay but I missed so and so I see you well and there, and you there was again. some years there was some years you get to your fourth grade and you're or uh or you get to your next grade you're like I didn't like her last year I hope I like you this year Ooh. Heck. And, and you started off rough and you're like, I you better be better than that person I had last year. Yes, because you know I, did, I really hated that lady. I hated the fact that I had to see her for 180 days. Correct. Like, oh, I remember the one I hated. Like, uh, I'm sorry. I hated my second grade teacher. And then she got the nerve to see me years later in Walmart and was talking about, oh, you was one of my best students. That's not what you put on my weekly reports. What you you got in trouble for talking? I bet. Oh. Oh. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony be running his mouth like the Autobahn. Honestly, I wouldn't even talk in. People talking to me. So Ooh. what am I supposed to do? What, are we, what are we doing? What you want yes. me to be? You want me to be rude and not talk to you? Yes, they are yes, talking Anthony. to me. Yes, Anthony. Okay, no. now, now, wait, now, whoa, whoa, whoa. How many times, Lauren, have you and I been talking to Anthony, maybe at Midwest, and this man just leaves? That, that's because Anthony now was scarred by second grade because they said, no, stop talking to these people. So guess what? No, I, that's why I don't talk back. But now you know you would leave and go talk to somebody else. Yes! 
Exactly. I left the conversation and then I go around the corner to have another conversation. Therefore, the no. teacher can't see that part. Now, that is literally Anthony. When when someone says leave, like, you know, a group message, leave the conversation. That is Anthony in real life. I just flat out leave. And honestly, if you're walking with me and I make a left and you don't make a left, that's your problem. No, he don't. See, he need to be calling it out. <laughs> and like, do the thing. No. All of this to say, um, <laughs> how do we get here? I'm. I, oh, we were talking about teachers. Yes, teachers. <laughs> <laughs> teachers. Woo. Um, thank you for your service. It is is a lot to deal with us. I can't like I I I will never forget the Friday in Arlo Skills. What three or four? And that it was a Friday. And it was a full moon. Oh, girl, that was theory. That was theory. A theory. And we were awful. We were Everything awful. Especially awful. Anthony. That was hilarious. You know what? I'm sick of this episode is bitch. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> y'all really, <laughs> really thought me into how, that. Now you, now you know how I felt a couple of episodes ago. Y'all really trying to throw me under this. Y'all is trying to paint my picture so, in this Labagasting light. Let me tell y'all a little bit about this class. So Lauren answered her phone during class. She really, went, she really went, hello. My mom. In class. And then Anthony straight up, and I love his little pose, and he did it all the time. Hand like this, leaned on it on Twitter. And Ooh. then like I was on Facebook because I'm a white mom. And then someone something happened. I think someone just left too, like just literally walked out. And then she was like, class is canceled. Anthony said, class is canceled. Okay. And grabbed his book bag and just walked. I don't see how what I did was so just the worst thing in the world. Because like you just said, Lauren was on a call. Okay. <laughs> answered a call. But like you were like the thing where everyone else in the room was very aware of what was going on, and you in no way understood what was going on. And the fact that you went, "Oh, class is canceled." Yep, class is canceled, and it was the most unhinged. Unhinged. He grabbed his bag, and we all walked to the comments. Well, because first of all, first of all, teachers. Why in the world would you put on a 25-minute video and your class is, like, 45? And you just expect us to watch it, and it had really nothing to do with what we were talking about in the previous class. So, obviously, we're checking out. Actually, what really happened, somebody walked into class late eating Chick-fil-A chicken biscuits. What's that? And somebody left. Yo, call. Mind you, this all happened in five minutes of the start of class. And when Laura answered the call, she went, hello. Like, she was whisper yelling. And we're just sitting here. So, obviously, I, I, me personally, see that the class it has went into a spiral. So, you know yes. what? I'm going to get on my phone, and I'm just scrolling. Next thing I hear is class is canceled. And I, I just, at first of all, my statement was definitely more in a question sense of class is canceled? Yeah, it, it was. It was an excitement in his voice. It was like, it was like, oh my God, I would love to go eat right now. Well, I mean, because, you know, some people would say that and they would be joking. So I'm like, well, 
are you joking? It was very but I saw her face. I saw her face. And then it was like, oh. And I immediately regretted it. I was like, ooh. And she was so nice. But I was like, ooh. But I'm still collect my stuff. Cause you but said- we we all left in a hurry. And it wasn't because she was mad. We wanted Chick-fil-A. Okay, but hear me oh, out. I'll send a follow-up Teacher. email. Yes, we we tried. There was a whole thing. A few of us tried to go back to talk to her. She was still a little agitated. Uh, she should have been. It was like those episodes of those Netflix shows where it's the same story, but they show a different perspective every time. That is how that day was in that classroom for those like 15 minutes. Every single person you went to had something going on. And it was it was like White Lotus. I don't even know. It was just crazy in it that was. classroom. It was. But then afterwards, we, we sent her an email. And I think a bunch of us just individually sent her an email saying, we're so sorry that this happened today. Da, da, da. And she came back and was like, you guys, I'm so sorry. Like, I think I overreacted. I don't think she overreacted. She's just a very sweet teacher. And she had never done that before. And I think she came off. She thinks she came off too strong. She did not. We deserved to get our ass beat that day. No, no, we no. Were- we totally did. Totally. Like, oh, she, oh. We, honest, if it was a different teacher, we oh. all have been like done. Just done. Oh, OV, OV. Now, if this was like grade school, we all would have got an ass whooping. We would have got written up. We would have got ISS. Like, we. Yes all would have been, it would have been a whole class ISS, like truly. And you know what? I I, I get it. That's why, right. as we were talking about earlier, everybody, you don't know what other people are going through. Because yeah. I think she even said it. She was like, you know, my child just uh, ha- uh, went to the doctors and blah, blah, blah. Like, so she was going through things. The students, we, us, we yes. were we had our own things going on, so you don't know that relationship. So let's right. all treat each other with kindness, and let's all just meet each other where they are, and then go yeah. on something new. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. yeah. Amen. Amen. So I mean, uh, truly, teachers, you're amazing, and your students are amazing people too. And sometimes amazing people have bad days and we're not aligned. Something happens. So, you know, just whenever those days happen, don't forget that your students are amazing. Don't forget that you are amazing. Just think in that moment, maybe we're just not aligned right now. Maybe we just need to like do something, recalibrate. And there were those days too, right? Where even when I'm teaching in lessons, I'm like, ooh, Mozart's not coming out today let's go to something different. Let's try to change the pace. Let's change the atmosphere because what we're trying to do isn't working and it's okay. You can't force anything to happen. Like, yes, you have your lesson plans and all those things. And obviously we try to stick to them, but some days it ain't, it ain't happening. Like no one, no one's react. Just no one's brain is there. You don't know what's going on. And I've had those days where I've been in the classroom and I'm like, Oh, none of us are getting this oh man, what, what's going to happen? And you have to pivot. The One of the most amazing things about teachers is your adaptability, your flexibility, your willingness to change and adapt to what is going on around you and the students who come to you. And the student, not just like the individual, but who they are that day, where they are that day. And it's hard. We know it's hard. And we think you deserve the world <laughs> for everything you do because you are what makes us, you are what makes now the us in our 20s, like early mid 20s now, 
who are out here in the workforce who learn that from you, who are now teaching that to our students who are the next generation. So thank you and know that if we were in charge, we'd give you so much more. Um, and also like your students obviously care about you so, so, so much and they want to be the best. They want to be the best for you. They want to be for the best for themselves, for their families. So understand that it's a hard world we're living in right now. It's tough. It's scary. We never, you wake up and you never know what's on CNN. I mean, I'd be scared. I'd be scared. Breaking news. Like <laughs> all the time I'm terrified about what I'm about to see, but we have each other. And sometimes that is all we have during these times. We don't know what, we're not the ones making the decisions most of the time. We're just adapting to what's being told to us. Mm -hmm. So hold on to that, you know, and um, some days it's not, they're not going to be okay, but we can, we can be there with them. If we can't do anything to change that, we can at least be with them. Correct. Be with them. So we, uh, we hope that this, a little bit unhinged episode. Is there an eclipse happening right now? Maybe it's that. We should do a chart reading one day for all of us. We these. should not. We should. We um, should. Absolutely, we should. But we hope that this lit, lit up your face. There's a lot going on in the world, so and I'm glad we were able to find some silliness in the in the midst of it. But um, we're excited to to have on more guests this season. If you have not, oh my gosh, go look at the past episodes of the season already. We've had some fabulous, amazing guests on. We have, oh my gosh, you don't even realize the amazing guests we're having on later on so we're we're thankful in these moments for all of us to reconnect because we actually found a lot of people liked when we kind of did these unhinged round like round robin um you know episodes too which they're fun i forget how fun they are too even though we love our guests hey guests but every now and then it's nice to reconnect so we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll see y'all next week see you next Bye. week